everybody. Hey guys, how you doing? This is Zach. And this is Stuart. And uh, this is a Me 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 episode. This is episode 21 of the Me 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 series, uh, where we talk about things we've been doing recently and, and uh, you know, not in-depth enough to really count for a full episode, although we may mine these for future content. That's so, true. So uh, if you hear anything that you'd like us to talk about, send us an email and we'll get on digging through that property. Yeah, you can send that email to backrowsupershow at gmail.com. Yes, you can. So, uh, I guess I'll start off. Yeah, knock it off. Um, I did uh, quite a few things. I um, went and, or not went and watched, I uh, watched via Amazon Prime um, Mm. the movie Bone Tomahawk. Ooh. Uh, Did you see this when it was out? No. It's kind of a horror western. Huh, that's probably why I didn't see it. Yeah, it's so it's got Kurt Russell in it mm-hmm. um, and Richard Jenkins, um, two actors that I really, really like. Um, and basically the thrust of the movie is that a um, troglodyte clan yeah. uh, kidnap women from this western frontier town and they go to um, get them back hmm. with unspecified levels of success. Um, okay. They, it's, it is brutally graphic uh, with violence. It's, it's some of the most graphic stuff I've seen in a movie yeah. in a while. Um, I really liked the movie despite that. I like... So, like, there's a... There's some stuff that people have brought up that's potentially problematic of it being, you know, cowboys and Indians or whatever. Um, But they specifically state in the movie, like, they have um, a Native American in the town who's, like, speaking with them about this. Like, because they, they find these weapons that are, like, Stone Age era weapons. And the Native American is, like, specifically says, like like the, these these are not yeah. like native like the, these are these are people that like are rumored of being around but they're they're more monster than people hmm interesting um is it um something you would recommend to people who enjoy like uh, horror, only or? if you've got a strong stomach yeah uh, like i said like there's a scene where a guy is held up by his ankles and then they take a rusty stone and cut him literally in half oh yeah starting at the crotch oh gosh yeah and it's on netflix uh amazon prime amazon prime okay huh yeah. you, well i guess with it being on amazon prime they can make it as well i mean it came out to theaters because it's several years old oh okay. it was just it's one of the movies that that is on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, I recommend it. Uh, I, li- okay. I liked it as messed up as it was. Um, is it fairly long? No, I mean, it's movie length. It's like okay. two hours, I think. Yeah. It was fun. Interesting. If if you're warped and twisted, it was fun, I guess. Uh, yeah. Like, I can't stress enough how graphic this movie is. Yeah, it's probably going to be pass on me okay yeah. yeah no i mean and just from my own personal like taste and stuff like i'm not super into the, like a bunch of big gory and yeah yeah spectacles and stuff yeah, yeah. 
So on the complete opposite note, <laughs> um, I went and saw uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, how I, I've not seen that yet. I need to. Yeah, I think you would really like it. Um, it's definitely a really good movie. Um, again, no spoilers on these things, so I'm going very vaguely talk about it. But it was enjoyable. It was um, it was definitely a different uh, style of Spider-Man, where you know he's kind of dealing with a lot of things, um, dealing with the aftermath of uh, Endgame. So. Yeah, because this is the last movie in Phase 4. That's correct. Or no, Phase 3. 3, and then they're moving into Phase 4. Yeah. Um, where, you know, the first movie, Spider-Man's a little bit more upbeat. He's more, you know, he's got his catchphrases and his funny can-do attitude. This one's a little bit more serious, which is kind of nice to see the character, like, evolve. Yeah. Um, and Marvel does wonders when they like evolve their characters you know their character those characters have been around for so long that it's interesting to see new things done with them and to see them grow as characters from one movie to the next um it has an enjoyable plot it has uh really cool scenes um again the cinematography is great the locations are great. You get to see all of the European, uh, some European uh, cities and everything along those lines. And I just, I, I found it a very enjoyable ride. Of course, they have um, some stingers at the end. I recommend staying to the very, very end. Well, so <laughs> one of the things, one of the criticisms I've heard is that Endgame probably should have been the thing that wrapped up phase three yeah yeah i know for reasons why they could not do that but i i also understand the argument that thematically like when you have a big event movie like that mm -hmm. with the that's you know kind of a bummer and kind of like the end of something like to follow it up with something that is like maybe not as lighthearted as the first Spider-Man, but, like, still, like, a much lighter movie. Yeah, I mean, Spider-Man's always been a lighthearted character. Um, um, I I find it... I find it kind of nice because, you know, in-game, they really couldn't spend that much time on the very end. Yeah. You know, they wanted to hit it hard, and they did hit it hard, and then kind of wrap it up. Yeah. You know, um, this movie does wrap up a lot of loose ends because you wonder how people kind of are coping with everything that happened. Um, and, it, you know, it does give you that insight. So you, I feel like if it was at the end of Endgame, it would have been rushed because Endgame's a long movie and them to add, like, the aftermath of the event would make that movie even longer and it would feel rushed because they would only be able to dedicate so much time to it. Yeah. With Spider-Man, you know, they're able to, like, have it as a slow burn because it's part of the theme of Spider-Man. Um, could they have used another 
character to sort of wrap it up, probably. Like, maybe Doctor Strange would have been a little bit more thematically appropriate. Um, since Spider-Man's more of a lighthearted, goofier character. Yeah. And, you know, Doctor Strange is a little bit more of a serious character. Sure. I could see that argument to it. But nonetheless, I still really enjoyed this movie. I'm a big Spider-Man fan anyway, so I might be a little bit biased. But <laughs> um, I definitely recommend it. Um, especially if you've been following, you know, the MCU. Uh, this is like a no-brainer to watch. And yeah. I'm kind of surprised that you still haven't seen it. Especially with, you know, um, the... and Well, with everything that's happened. Yeah, no, I really want to see it in theaters. Yeah. Um, especially since Mysterio is in it, and I think that makes it a big screen movie because he's probably doing weird stuff. Um, I mean, I can neither confirm nor deny. I mean, everyone knows Mysterio's in it. Yeah. That, like, that's in the trailer. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm not asking for specifics, but... Or maybe I the trailer like lied to you. I feel maybe like Mysterio's there's... not even in there. I feel like there's way more... Uh, that would be the ultimate twist if they're like, here's Mysterio. Just kidding, it's the Rhino. <laughs> I I would love for a movie to do that. That would be fantastic. Be like, here is this Lighting. trailer. Yeah, he's going... This is going to be the antagonist or whoever. And then like, oh, nope. Nope, completely different one. We <laughs> lied to you, haha. Yeah. That, uh, I think no, that, that probably nice. edges too far into... Um, advertisement as lie yeah 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 true uh so yeah uh that that was uh one of the um movies i went and saw okay mm -hmm. uh well so i uh saw um or rewatched, i should say dawn of the dead the 2004 film yeah with the uh... is this with the smart zombies no oh, that's okay. uh, uh land of the dead okay yeah. okay yeah. um or maybe City of the Dead. I forget which one. But yeah, no, these these zombies, this is the remake of Dawn of the Dead written by James Gunn and directed by Zack Snyder. Mm -hmm. um, it's very dark and gritty. Um, it's lacking almost entirely in humor oh. because it's Zack Snyder. Yeah. Um, even though James Gunn wrote the script, like there's very little humor hmm. in it. Um, is it... Um... Does it kind of focus on when the zombie apocalypse happens, or has the zombie apocalypse already happened? Um, it's, it's focusing on it happening, okay. and then the survivors holding up in a mall, like the original. Oh, okay. Um, so, do they follow pretty closely to the original? Mm, not really. Oh, okay. Not really at mm. all. Um, it's... I mean, it's it's kind of similar. It's it's a, a band of characters who are in a mall and they have to fend off zombies and clear it out, and then they have to fend off people. And then, yeah, like it's, it's. I don't know if I can recommend it unless you really like zombie movies, in which case you've probably already seen it. Yeah. Um, it's huh. an interesting take on the original because I really really like the original. Yeah, um, and it's funny. I remember seeing this in theaters in college mm -hmm. and liking it because that was kind of the, the start of that zombie craze. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, like on the rewatch, it's, it's still interesting mm -hmm. to see, but 
I, I don't think it's aged as well. Yeah. I, it's not a classic like the original is. Yeah. Um, I would recommend the, the original over this one. Yeah, I mean, the original is black and white, and I assume this one's in color. No, that's Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead, I'm thinking. Uh, Dawn of the Dead is, is uh, the original is in color. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've seen this movie. I think I was thinking of Dawn of the Dead. I think you would remember it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I you would remember it. Yeah. Um, huh. but, uh, but yeah, I recommend seeing it if you've never seen it or you find older movies less watchable. <laughs> um, or if you really <clears throat> like Zack Snyder, again, email us if you do, because... I want to find out what about him is so appealing that you only like his versions of movies. Huh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have an event here in Atlanta called the Peachtree Road Race. It is actually one of the biggest uh, races in the South here in uh, like the southern region. Uh, it happens on July 4th, so it was quite a while ago. Um but it was the 50th anniversary, which was really awesome. Wow. It's yeah. been going for since, 50 what, years. 69? Yeah. Nice. And um, so it's a 10K, and you're basically running through Atlanta. And they ended up interviewing, I believe, a guy who's ran all 50 of them. He is an older gentleman. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Who's ran all 50. I think he missed two. And the two that he missed was because of military uh, reasons. Ah. Where he had to, like, yeah. Um, so, the mad props to that guy. Um, it's so much fun. Um, a lot of people actually dress up um, and run it. I don't <laughs> think they're actually running it for a good time. Yeah. Uh, but you start off in waves. You start off early because... July 4th can get really hot really fast. Yeah. And um, there are cool t-shirt designs at the very end where you get to pick up. Um, I was actually training for this race. Um, I wanted to beat my previous time that I had ran it in an hour and 15. And I did. I actually ran it in an hour and 14 seconds. Oh. 14 seconds away from running it wow. under an hour. I know. That's, it kinda, that is disheartening. I mean, it's it's great because I beat the goal that I set for myself, but boy, would I have loved to run it in under an hour. Yeah. That would have been nice. Um, it's also really awesome because if you're not running it for a time, there are a lot of businesses out on the sidewalk who give you like free stuff. Uh, I know that, like... Pizza, beer. Yeah. Mellow Mushroom, which is a pizza joint here in Atlanta. I think they're probably no, they're other places. they're all over. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was specific to Atlanta. Um, they'll give you free pizza, because nothing uh, is enjoyable than eating pizza while running. Yeah, I can imagine that that's not, like, in conducive to a good time. Yeah, though, again, a lot of people will, like, jog or walk this as it's just kind of an event for them because a lot of people also come out and like cheer for you and it's a lot of fun but people also be giving out like beer there'll be free swag like wristbands headbands and it's just a lot of fun because you're just surrounded by good-natured people it's i've been running it for about eight years now in a row 
and it's always been a blast. Um, everybody's super kind. Everybody's really nice. It's a great way to sort of celebrate the fourth. Um, and yeah, you get to see like some people in costumes. I know um, when I was running, I saw this one girl who was dressed up as Jasmine from um, Aladdin, and she had like a little stuffed tiger with her and everything. <laughs> And uh, as I was running by her, I was like, great costume. And she was like, yeah, it, thank you for the compliment, though I can't really run in it. I'm like, that's totally understandable. Makes sense. Yeah. But you'll see people, like, dressed up in, uh, I guess, flag garb. And they'll be, like, holding flags and stuff. And it's just a mixture of all sorts of people, different levels of running, different ages. You know, I see a lot of people who are 80, 70 just running that thing and it's amazing that they're like out there running in the Atlanta heat and it gets pretty hot yeah but yeah it's it's a lot of fun and it's um definitely something that I would recommend if you live here in Atlanta uh you can always sign up for it and it's even if you're not a runner I would recommend signing up for it and just like running slash walking or jogging or whatever uh since it's a great experience of the city and since you're going through downtown, it's a really interesting perspective of the city where you get to like look at all the buildings and everything and they close off the roads and you're just running down on the road. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's something that I'm glad that I do. I'm going to get you out there one day, Zach. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just walk it. It'll be fun. Okay. All right. Well, if walking is an option, sure, I can walk a 10K. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, it'll be a while before I finish because I'll be <laughs> stuffing my fat face with, with pizza and beer. <laughs> hey, it's, it's part of part of the experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so my wife and I finished watching uh, the girls' TV show. I don't know if you remember that show. It was on HBO no. several years ago. Huh. Um, I don't know why I'm bringing it up because I, I don't I don't know <laughs> if I would recommend it or not. I okay. It's I don't think it will age very well. Um, right. It's ostensibly about a group of. Um, young women who have recently graduated college and are making their way in Brooklyn uh -huh. or in New York in general, I think. Um, I forget exactly where the first season started, but uh, pretty How sure... How many seasons it, are there? Uh, there's five or six. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, it is a bit of a commitment. Yeah, well, I mean, each each season's only ten episodes. So, no. I mean, it's not they're not long, long seasons, but um, I don't know. A lot of people, I feel like give lena dunham a, a lot of credit mm -hmm. that i don't know i don't know if it's a hundred percent justified yeah um i feel like one of the weaknesses of this show is that if you look at the credits a lot of them are starring lena dunham written by Lenny, lena dunham mm -hmm. directed by lena dunham mm -hmm. produced by Le like there's no one to counter some of the potentially bad ideas that she has. Yeah, no And I feel didn't. like almost to an episode, I was able to predict, like before the credits would roll, I would go, I bet she wrote this episode. Oh, yeah. And it would, you know, probably 80 to 90% of the time, it would have been 
her having written that episode. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's hard when somebody has full creative uh, direction of a particular thing. Yeah, because, I mean, well, she was... She's produced it with Judd Apatow, but mm-hmm. Apatow is, from my understanding, a very hands-off producer. Like, even as a director, the reason he works with comedians so much is that he's just like, okay, improv some lines about this. Oh. Yeah. Like, he's very hands-off. Which is, I mean, is good in some aspects, but yeah. I, I feel like, again, she she didn't have um, maybe a more experienced writer helping her temper some of the things that make some of the characters so unlikable. And, yeah. like, I know that, I know that a big port, like, the reason it's called Girls is that these are still, like, these are people who are newly outside of college and they're figuring out how to become an adult. Yeah. Yeah. But so many of them are just so thoroughly unlikable that it's just like, okay, well I don't care about any I like of this. I don't care that she's not getting her way because she's been so bratty this entire other time and she's fucked over all these other people. No. That like I it's it's not I don't want her to get what she wants because she's not a good person. I'm not rooting for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um huh. and I I mean it's it's got an interesting ups and downs in, in the general storyline. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of the dialogue is weak. Uh, I it, it feels like Aaron Sorkin work where it's, it's not what a character would say in the moment. It's what you would say if you had a week to think about it. And you had somebody writing your lines. Some, yeah, yeah, like it doesn't seem <laughs> organic and it doesn't, like it seems like a constructed yeah. retort almost which like i said aaron sorkin is really bad about doing that as well Uh, um and uh, yeah i guess i guess i did i i recommend this if if you had any interest in seeing it i don't think it's going to age well yeah there's a lot of jokes in there that because i mean this show started like 2010 2011 and there's a lot of jokes in there that just are not good jokes they they don't hold up do they like reference current events or like um the meme no, of the day it's it's um more akin to like the edgy white person who is above it and wants to shock and so they'll work uh a for instance in where they get to use a racial or homophobic slur oh um not like not saying that that but it's it's more like that it's, oh, okay. it's stuff that doesn't age well like that mm-hmm. um and it like it's i mean it's it's a fine show like i don't think it deserved to win like awards but then again i can't think of what television it would be up against have oh. been up against at the time but it's won awards yeah it's won some some emmys oh, okay huh. um and yeah, like I, I feel like a lot of people give her credit for like achieving and being a strong, prominent voice, but it's like she got to be a director because her parents were able to put like a hundred thousand dollars into her first move. Like you yeah. know, like it's coming from a position of privilege, and it's like, well, I mean, that's great that you're yeah. out there doing that, but like I, I don't know if I would rest on the laurels of I made it from nothing. Yeah, because you, know? <laughs> you clearly didn't. 
No, yeah, you clearly, like, you had a lot of help along the way, and you're just not acknowledging it. So, she's a problematic person, and this is at times a problematic show. Um, I don't know, I feel like, like, I, I like the way the show ends, because it's a bummer, and if you know me, you know that I like bummers. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, I would say watch it if you're interested in a good general story arc. But, like, there's a lot of episodes that are just very rough to watch. Cause yeah. it's, not because it's rough material, but just because it's like, this is just so... Nah. This is a constructed problem here. Like, it's not a really... Yeah. Uh, it's not a show I could connect with because I've never been a 21-year-old living in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Is part of the problem. Yeah. And I'm, I'm cognizant of that. Um... But, uh, but yeah, I would either recommend or not recommend this show. A good, um, a good flip-flop. Yeah, it's a good 50-50. Um, so, yeah, that was that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, I ended up watching a Stranger, 3, or Stranger Things 3 uh, with most, Ooh. yeah, most of uh, America. Yeah. Um, so, this season broke so many records for netflix um it's the most watched show on oh, really? netflix yeah and it's the uh number one show that's been finished in a like the week that it was released people just binged it to the very end so yeah it's again i mean i did the same thing yeah, yeah it's a uh oh so you've seen the entire yeah i've okay. seen yeah um i really enjoyed this season um i think it's a very strong season i think it's stronger than the second i i think so too i would admit that um i think the first one's still really good uh the first season of it but this one was a really interesting um and again no spoilers a very interesting season i really liked where they went with a lot of the characters and uh, again if you've listened to a couple of our previous podcasts, you know I'm I really like monster designs and stuff like that. So yeah. it was really cool to sort of see the monster designs. And I know that yeah. there was a lot of like because I will say this is probably well, this is probably their most expensive season. You can see that like money went into this. They had a very large budget. You can tell the product placement too. Yeah, you can. God. <laughs> There's a lot There's of a lot of placement in this. Yeah. Um I mean, which balances out like that was starting to be a huge huge thing in 80s movies. 80s, yeah. And so I feel like it gives them the freedom to both be kind of true. Yeah. To it while also being able to funnel that money into better special effects. Yes, yeah, and there were a lot of interesting special effects. Um, I will say this one's probably the goriest of them all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which, you know, as people know, not a super big fan of it, um, but there is, like, some body horror and some gore, and, you know, it was interesting. It definitely uh, made me feel icky at points. Um... But it's always interesting when a, a movie or a show can make you feel those kind of feelings. Yeah. Um, and the writing was really good. Like, I really enjoyed a lot of, like, the conversations, a lot of, like, some of the one-liners and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I think, you know, 
on the parts that they were trying to be funny, they were funny. And then the parts that were, like, emotionally sad, they were emotionally sad. Yeah, it, um, um, I feel like the writing could have been better for certain characters. Interesting. Because uh, I... Off my, well, you can name some of the... Well, yeah, because, well, so I'll, I'll say this. I feel like, um... I'm interested. In previous seasons, I feel like Hart Hopper had had a better grasp of things going on and i feel like in the first few in the first act of this season Mm -hmm. i feel like he spends a lot of his time just constantly yelling at people for no reason i I can see (laughs) Um, where you're coming from yeah i i i feel like he has better control over himself than that but like i i do like some of his interactions with the kids yeah and i Um, feel like he's kind of like that was a uh I don't know, homage of him kind of letting some things go. But yeah. not, not getting into spoilers or anything like that. But it, again, you've probably seen it. Chances um, are high if you're listening to this, you've seen it. Yeah, but um, if you haven't, I fully recommend it. Um, really, if you haven't seen any of Stranger Things, I would recommend it. And also, um, it's so cool because you... If you live here in Atlanta, you get to see a lot of, like, shots that you, or, like, you know, um, settings that you know where that is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting. This season, so there was only a year between season one and season two. Mm-hmm. There's been, like, two and a half years between oh. two and three. Yeah. You it can was... really... You can tell that the kids are growing up. One of one <laughs> of the things that because I have I didn't we didn't really rewatch the show leading up to it yeah. is when they do a flashback to the kids playing D and D in season one. They look so young. I was like, holy shit! Yeah. Those were little kids. Yeah, they're not little kids anymore. They're I mean, oh yeah, they're still kids. I, but they're like, kids, but, but yeah. like it's like holy shit! Those yeah. were kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing the sort of see them like growing up and everything yeah. like that um but yeah it's it's a lot of fun um I, and again this isn't a spoiler but i really like uh the ships ahoy i'm i'm glad that uh <laughs> uh that's or scoops ahoy not scoops ships ahoy. ahoy scoops ahoy um i'm glad that's becoming a thing a thing uh i follow some like cosplayers a lot of people are like cosplaying in those outfits. Oh, I really like um, Robin yeah. as a character. Uh, a do new you know, character. Do you know who that actress is? Because yeah. I, I was like, she looks really, really familiar to me, and I don't know why. Like, I can't, I couldn't place where I'd seen her before, mm-hmm. but she looked very familiar. She is Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter. Oh, and it's like wow! Now I know. Now, like I can see, I can see who see your that. parents are in your face. That's why you look familiar. Wow! <laughs> yeah, she does have like Uma Thurman's face. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I think because usually they'll introduce a new character in each season. Yeah. I think that she was a strong introduction. Um, yeah. I really liked her character. I, I really, really liked her interaction with Steve. Yeah. Uh, well, and I really liked. Um, Steven. Uh, Eleven and Max's relationship. Yeah. Um, not like like a platonic relationship, but like I really liked because in the second season they were more antagonistic, and mm-hmm. in this one it was interesting to see them bonding. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, 
it just all in all, it was a really good season. I really enjoyed it. Um, I can see why it's breaking all sorts of records and everything. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you haven't watched the season, highly recommend it. If you haven't watched any of the seasons, I would recommend going through the first, second, and third because it would definitely be worth your time. Well, so one of the things that, and and this is just structurally, as as the show that I'm kind of disappointed with, is that originally the Duffer Brothers wanted to make this an anthology show, mm-hmm. like American Horror Story, where like season two would just be entirely new cast and storyline. Yeah, maybe with the same actors. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish they did that because I feel I, like I don't know where they're going to go in season four. I don't know. Maybe they will. Um, Maybe they'll explore that other. But I mean, I, I don't know where they'll go for it to make sense. Yeah, like, I would. I think I would have preferred this to be like season one or these kids and this thing. Oh, cool. Here's another thing that's very 80s specific. Yeah, I mean, I'm not disappointed in the direction that they're going. I'm really enjoying yeah. the story that they're telling. Um, it would be interesting, maybe like as a spinoff. Yeah. Maybe something along those lines. Oh, please don't say that because then, you know what the theory was, was that they were going to spin off the Chicago group with yeah. Kali. Yeah, but no one likes the a, Chicago group, yeah. so they're like, forget it, forget it, it's not even part of it. it. Looks like a backdoor pilot to me, but apparently they canceled that, Yeah, which is so, good. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I had a lot of fun watching it. Cool. Um, so... I did a thing. You did a thing. I I tried I tried the thing that all the kids are doing. Oh man, I um, hope you uh were you dabbing I, as you're doing it? No. I uh I tried Fortnite, guys. Um Yeah. It's real bad, y'all. You don't like the battle royale? I had no fun. Did you floss? Uh no, cuz that well that's a thing you have to pay for. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You, you don't start off with the floss? No. Oh. Huh. There's a dancey mode. No. But, like, it's not the floss or anything. No. But, um, like, I get the appeal of it. Like, if I were, I don't know how old I was when I was playing GoldenEye 64, but, mm-hmm. like, if I was that age, like, and this was out, yeah, I can totally see the attraction to this, this type of game. Yeah. How'd um, you do? How'd you do? Just curious. Did, um, you, did you walk around and then get shot? Uh, yeah. Yeah, for the first handful of games, but then I was consistently in the, like, last five or six people. Really? Yeah, That's yeah. pretty good. Um, well, I mean, it's not a steep learning... Like, I, I never learned how to, like, do the thing where you build... Like, the reason I didn't get higher than that is I didn't learn how to do the thing where you, like, build while build you're shooting. Yeah, like... Yeah. So, that was kind of frustrating. Um, I will say it was really hilarious. Like, it, it's... It's interesting to me how I've talked before about how I don't like Call of Duty multiplayer because inevitably you, even if you're playing cooperatively, you have a very toxic experience. Yeah. Um, there was none of that in this. Like, even when I played the team versions, mm-hmm. because it's just random who you get put on a team with. Yeah. Um, Did you have your mic on? Yeah. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. So and people, people were, were yeah, you. people were talking to me and and like toxic. go over here, go over here, look out, look out, look out, look out, look out. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. And so, so yeah, that was really good. It was a very positive experience in terms of dealing with other players. Mm-hmm. The last game I played when I was when it finally hit me, uh, shit, I'm old. Yeah, is 
I was on a team with three other people. One of the people who was ranked higher um, was kind of a silent, either didn't have a mic or whatever, but um, seemed a little bit more able. I don't know what his age range was. Yeah. But then the other two teammates were two kids, and by kids I mean like eight or nine year olds. Yeah. That because had mics. It's probably popular with that age group. And they were talking to each other and like showing each other how to play the game and it was fascinating to hear them talk to each other and it was funny because you can listen in when when people are dead yeah or when, when you've died and these kids are the last two remaining members on this team because they hold up in a building somewhere and they're they're like uh like i had to take my headset off because one of them screamed very loudly into the microphone when they got shot, like out of surprise. Just oh, like, wow. ah! Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's when it hit me. Oh God, I'm old. But, I'm so, so old. I do not need to be playing this game. But did you have an enjoyable time? I mean, um, it sounds like it was somewhat enjoyable. I mean, yeah, it was somewhat enjoyable. Um, it, it didn't entice me to like buy the battle pass or whatever. Of course. Like, I mean, I wouldn't, you can play the game for free. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and, I don't know, I just, there's something about, like, playing with a bunch of strangers that really weirds me out, mm-hmm. and so I can't see myself doing that for very long. Um, I can definitely see why it's fun for people, though. Yeah. Um, but it's something that you wouldn't, like, explore again. Yeah, it's not really anything that I would explore again, to hmm. be honest. Um... Even though you're having fun. Yeah, I was having I was having more fun than not having fun, but I wasn't having enough to make me want to sit and like earn new things and yeah, like that that level of fun. Yeah. Do you think it's just because it's the mechanics? Like you're not a big first person shooter. Lo- or... Well, it's uh, was third person, which I would oh, prefer it to be first person. Oh, okay. Yeah. And just, like, dealing with, you know, a multi-online sort of deal. Yeah, really dealing with a multiplayer online sort of deal. Because like, I was... assume it doesn't have a story, like... I mean, no... there's a themed story with each season, I think. Oh, okay. Like, some random thing happens to make you go on this new set of maps Pluses. or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was interesting to hear the interaction between players, even on a team, that was not toxic. Um, yeah, that's like, there always was, positive. There was one time I was playing where there was this guy who was, pro- if I had to guess, probably in his 20s or 30s. Yeah. Um, and he was, like, at the same level of play as this kid that was very obviously 13. No. Uh-ish. And, um, yeah, them just, like, talking as equals because they were similar rank. Nice. And... <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm yeah, glad it was, that It was like funny a... to watch the interactions, but... Yeah. Um, like I said, it wasn't enticing enough for me to want to, like, play a lot of. Yeah. Okay. It was interesting, though. Sounds good. That's it for me. Okay, so I did another thing. I, um, played a board game called Sonar, Mm -hmm. um, with my wife. Uh, Yeah, I've heard about that game. It's really fun. It's like, um, it's like Battleship. Yeah, I believe you're supposed to have about, like, ten people playing it. Yeah, like so, so it's you're interesting to be... that you're just playing it with your wife. Well, so you're supposed to play it with three other people on a team, and oh, okay. like so there's a eight captain. People. Yeah, there's a captain, um, a navigator who has the map, 
someone to do the torpedoes and someone to surface the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, I may be getting the roles wrong. There's basically room for, for three to four people on a team. You can do all of this by yourself. <laughs> we tweaked the the game so that it was turn-based because it's also supposed to be happening simultaneously. Yeah, real Which time. just means that you have... It's, it's not a party game. Like, so you wouldn't be playing it with a bunch of drunk people because you have to have everyone, like up on where you're going yeah and there's a lot of shouting and so there's like, a lot of shouting so you just have two groups of people who are shouting each other at each other um is what i would predict but uh if you tweak it and make it turn-based um it's actually much more enjoyable nice yeah yeah so i, I mean, highly recommend that game it's interesting mechanics that they took uh battleship which you don't need to buy a set of battleship to play you just like have two grids and a divider and you call out things after drawing circles on it like you don't need anything to you don't have to buy the battleship game to play battleship yeah just like you don't have to have uh sonar to play sonar like as long as you have a couple of grids that you can draw a map on that's identical you can do that um you can and some some dry erase markers and like a divider so you can yeah like a divider well so like on this like you're sharing one big map and then you have a secret map oh okay um but but yeah like as long as you can like you can recreate this at home without purchasing this game was it a reasonable purchase Right. Yeah, we got it in Target. I think it was like fifteen or sixteen bucks. Okay, so it was on that's clearance. They were clearing out their shelves. Yeah, so. that's not too bad. I think normally it retails for around thirty. No, but, you know, um, it's would fun. Be, would be something that you would play with the recommended amount of people and timed. Um, if you had the opportunity. Yeah, if I had the opportunity, I would. I would tweak it a little further so that because I know sometimes people have information paralysis. Um, I would say put a thirty second time limit on turns. Okay. And, but still keep it turn based. Like I don't like the simultaneous aspect. Of yeah. It. Okay. Just because, like I said, it, it in my head it would devolve into two groups of people shouting, shouting within each other. other, and then it's like, well. Not That's interacting not with anyone else. Like, yeah. I'm just yelling at these knuckleheads on my team. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I highly recommend that game. All right. With your tweaks. Yeah, with with tweaks that I've outlined. I mean, if you have fun yelling at other people, like, feel free. Um, you don't need a game for that, though. You don't need a game for that, though. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's very fun. Just um, drive around and yell at people Yeah, just car. yell at people out the window. <laughs> um... So yeah, with with that, we'll, um, I guess, close out this episode, because that should be long enough for an episode, right? Yeah. We've got like 40-something minutes. Yeah, they've been listening to us chatter on for about 40 minutes. Yeah. I mean, we can keep on chattering. We can just, like, keep on talking about time, you know? Yeah. I mean, the concept of time. What about it? Yeah, what about it? You know what? What about it? So, why don't you send us an email at Show at gmail.com that's a nice pivot right there <laughs> yeah, uh, like or that. go to our facebook page where a nerd fight is almost certainly going on yeah you uh, can talk about time we will be doing a giveaway um so every like share and vote is an entry into that giveaway for some super secret prize they're yeah. not Cracker Jack prizes they're actual prizes that yeah. you may or may not like but um we will be drawing those 
They're legit prizes. Um, on our Facebook page, we also have a post of our convention schedule pinned to the top of the wall, so you can see where we'll be at. Yeah, so you can say hey to us, give us a high five, handshake, a hug, a, a little nod, some finger guns. Finger guns, um, and yeah, give us a good rating in iTunes. Um, that always helps out. It just makes us more visible to more people. Because yeah. we do not advertise. It's all word of mouth. Yep. And um, if you have criticisms, I would much prefer you just email us because we can address those much easier than perhaps tanking the score. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't but, know why, but I think we're sitting in iTunes at like a four right now, oh, out of five. Okay. And I don't know why we have some one stars. Like yeah. Because there's no note left. Yeah. Is it because I called Nazi shitheads? Is it? Maybe. Is it because you don't like the sound of my voice? Well, I can't really change that. Um, <laughs> well, I can change. Is it because you don't like the content we're talking about? Well, if that's the case, then we can fix it. So yeah, we can definitely. Just, uh, you know, shoot us an email, like you said, uh, supershow at gmail.com. Yeah, constructive and, criticism. Uh, we will uh, see you guys next week. Yeah. Be kind, rewind. Stay golden, pony boy and girl. 